Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So, welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning Neighbourhood the best Neighbours podcast 2022. Uh, why are we the best Neighbours podcast? Well, as uh, a wise mom once told me, the, uh, the good ideas always rise to the top. And what a better idea than me re-watching old episodes of Neighbours. We're two lifelong... Whoever, whoever, whoever <laughs> said the good ideas always rise to the top was talking shit. Because that's like, it's a half metaphor... What what's the actual expression? Like the fucking milk the cream, the rises, cream rises to the top. The cream rises to the top. There you go. And there's like the cream of the crop and the the best or the best ideas always rise to the top. They fucking don't. Like look at Tesla, for example, the person, not the car. Fucking lunatic. But he invented Wi-Fi a hundred years before it was a thing. So it was nonsense. I've had my rant. Do continue. <laughs> Tim's out of vodka tonight, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling a bit larry. And, and Tim, Tim, you're one of the reasons why we're the best podcast as well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good joke, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you can listen to old episodes of us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Acast. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can also follow us on social media at Watch Neighbor. Uh, you can also subscribe to our Patreon as well for just one pound a month. Uh, you can get the extended, unedited, ad free versions of this podcast, early access as well. Uh, to some good chats. If you if you wanted to know about uh, how I got on at the podcast show London last week, yeah, me and Tim are still fucking waiting to find out. To be honest with you, after that fucking. <laughs> recap <laughs> you can listen to the patreon and find out put, put your hand in your pocket one pound a month it's fucking nothing fucking nothing uh so we've been watching neighbors episodes uh 3,736 to 3,337 uh not the uh, aforementioned 3,038 uh because that one didn't exist apparently <laughs> i just made <laughs> so it was just the two episodes Fucking hell. <laughs> good two episodes. They were a good two episodes. But we'll get into them in one moment. Uh, we have got some Neighbours news uh, just before we start. Neighbours will finish filming in two weeks' time. Two weeks today, as of recording, it will f- finish filming. The final scenes will have been done. It will have been shut down. Post-production, it's completely done. The end, the end is nigh for Neighbours. And we've got about two weeks left of the current runner storylines that we're, we're covering right now as well. So once we've finished those, we'll be jumping right on to the end of Neighbours as well, uh, which is very exciting indeed. I can tell by the absolute silence that you two are very excited about this as well. <laughs> what do you want us to say? You're just telling us a list of facts. It's a list of facts. Uh, I also cool. Want to, cool. I also want to give a shout out to Erinsborough News as well. Uh, the people that have given us the award for Best Neighbours Podcast 2022. 
they are starting, as of today, the ultimate Neighbours vote. They're on a mission to find the 100 greatest Neighbours characters of all time. Jason, number one. Yeah, well, I was going right. to say, Adam's already clicked on to what I was going to say, yeah? <laughs> on, so you can say it. So, uh, obviously, we, you know, Erin's been used when it had its awards at the start of the year. It had the biggest influx of voting ever they'd ever seen on their website uh, for the Neighbours Awards of that year. Uh, probably down to us and our listenership, I'd say, because uh, we absolutely stormed it. Uh, so let's do the same for Jason. Let's get Jason Cruz up there. Okay. Right. No, that isn't what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> right. So when you look on the top na- uh, neighbours characters, like Tim said, there's there's too many names. There's fucking loads. They want the top 100. I think that's mental. It's literally every fucker who's had a line on neighbours is is on the list. Yeah. Almost everyone who's had a line in neighbours is on the list. Oh, no. He's not even on it. Is he not so, on it? So a um, uh, friend of mine... Um, who played Caitlin Atkins is on the is on the female list. Okay, fabulous. The the the, the, um, the the legend that brought us Brain Dead Can't Walk, Ben Atkins, he's on the male list, and that's it. And that's it. Wow. Well, we have to change this. Well, we'll get that first though. Well, that's the first. first that's the first job getting on the fucking send, list. Send on the, the fucking tweet right now. We'll do this live on the podcast. Send some kind of tweet. Now, why is he not on the list? I'm not gonna. I've got. I've got a direct line. I don't need to send tweets. I will message Erinsman News. Do not worry. I will get that. The pull that I have. I will get such that. a douchebag. <laughs> such a douchebag. We will get Jason. Tim, I think you said earlier. You said the word endearing, didn't you? <laughs> that ship has sailed, my friend. There is absolutely nothing endearing about this podcast. I feel like there was once. There is not anymore. <laughs> but that I was referencing the times when we we're just honest about how shit we are. Like Jay, Jay being like, "Yes, we're the best podcast in the world. Don't worry, I've got backdoor access." Douchebag. That that's it definitely has got. That's backdoor how access. this podcast will fail. <laughs> uh, I think he gave a few people backdoor access at the podcast convention. Every podcast needs a villain. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make a good Bond villain, wouldn't I? No! No, you wouldn't! <laughs> You'd be the worst! You'd be the worst! You'd make a good Austin Powers villain. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, vote for the Aaron's Been News Awards. Um, but vote after we get. Vote after we get. Yeah, because you've got to like July the eighth anyway. So hold your horses just yet. Uh, so the first storyline I want to talk about is Flick and Joel. Uh, so they had a lot of excitement last week with the uh, the bomber slash stalker. Um, Flick was very confident that you know they could go legit now. Uh, but Joel still very hesitant to do so. Uh, they're still sneaking around. Uh, in fact, they find a Joel and Lynn find in the paper a picture from the very that prom night when they first had a little kiss together on camera. There was a picture again in the paper of them kissing, and uh, Lynn tries to play it off. Joel's like, "Why the fuck is this in the paper?" And they're like, "Oh, they made us do that on the night. It was for 
for publicity, you know, it's just what it was. And Lynn kind of goes along with it. But Lynn knows, Lynn knows what's up. Uh, so the, the Flick and Joel is celebrating their two-month anniversary. Uh, I don't know where the fuck... You have a parade for a two months, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Well, I think that's what they were trying to do with... Because uh, Joel's now got Lance's U. Uh, he sold that to him. So Joel was having a bit of trouble getting it going at first, but he did. He got it going. Yeah, they were probably just going to parade around uh, around Ellensbury. But, of course, it fucking breaks down, doesn't it? Uh, so they broke down in the rain. They kind of find a bit of shelter and a phone. And he's, he's calling someone to come to come help him. But who should come up but a taxi to help them? But guess who's in that taxi? Who do you think it is? Batman. T- <laughs> no, it was not Batman. He has his own mode of transport. Uh, I think actually, I think he got the train. <laughs> Usually, <in> Batman. <laughs> uh, it was, of course, Joe Scully doing his Ubering as he always does. Uh, he gets he catches him fucking going right, going at it, uh, having a good old kiss up, and. Uh, a good old kiss up. A good old kiss up. <laughs> Honestly, what if, the if fuck he, is that? If he hadn't, if he hadn't literally said the word "fucking" in the same sentence, yeah, I would did. have thought that was some weird PG version. I mean, a good old kiss up. Kiss oh, up. I've sick. never heard somebody say a kiss up before in my life. <laughs> no one has ever said kiss up. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they should now. Got a name for your fucking episode this week, haven't you? <laughs> Good old kiss up. <laughs> I'm surprised you, you didn't like try to go for an Australia theme thing. Pashing out has never has never been an English thing, has it? No, I don't think so. No. You're familiar with this, right, Jay? I am, yes. Is it pashing out? Have it's I said that pash, right? It? I think they've got a pash. pash. Yeah, it's good old pash. Having a pash. Good old pash. Uh, yeah. But there's no passion once Joe Scully comes on. He's, he's, he's scarily like the Batman at this point as well, because he gets out of the car, very very calm, very methodical, very fucking scary. It's raining. And, and he's like, right, you're coming home, Flick. You've been lying to me. You're coming the fuck home. And she's like, no, I'm not going home. She's like, you're coming fucking home now. She's like, I'm not. And Joel gets involved. And Joe just absolutely fucking throws Joel to the side. With such ease as well. Like he's the fucking Terminator. Absolutely just puts him down to the floor. Joel's Joel's a fucking ultra marathon runner or whatever. And super fit. And he's he comes up and he's holding his shoulder. He's like, ah fuck. That really hurt. Joe Scully's not even not even thought about it. Barely barely lifted an eyebrow. Uh but yeah, Flick refuses to come home. So Joe gets back in his car and drives home. Uh, he gets home he's still very calm still very silent and angry uh, he chats to Lynn and Lynn kind of admits that she knew what was going on he grills Michelle and she's like yeah I knew what was going on and he was like so why the fuck am I the only one in this family who doesn't know what's going on he is very very fucking angry and uh, Flake goes back to Joel's and she's like I'm not going home not want to go home. Joe, Joe and Lynn come over and like, come on, come home. She's like, no, not going home. I'm staying the night. So she stays the night. Uh, tensions are high the next morning. 
around the, the Scully house. Just, ju- just want, just a quick question, just because everyone's falling asleep. Um, are we literally going fucking second by second, play by play through both of these episodes, um, or are we actually just going to talk about something that's happened? Because this isn't this isn't a rewatch. This is you telling people yeah. what happened. I mean, it, I, I know that I know that you I gave mean, for... people an episode more than they had access to, but it, if anyone's following along with us, they watch these episodes. <laughs> they want to hear us talk about them, not tell them what happened. Well, you know, jump, feel free to jump in any time. You know, right here you go. Nothing to say. Yeah. I'll <laughs> say something. So, <laughs> well, right. Here we go. I was waiting because you because you were carrying on. I was like, I, I I couldn't get a fucking. It was like you were doing a presentation on a stage. I didn't want to jump <laughs> in. I can fucking ruin it or anything. Canary, I am an accomplished. I am, I am an accomplished public speaker. You, you, you're good at speaking, so <laughs> uh, I didn't want. To, I didn't want to jump in. My question is is to you um, because uh, Flick's seventeen, I think she's in like year twelve. She's finishing school. Um, you've got a daughter who's not quite that old, but she's getting that way. Um, I want to. I want to see what you would be like in such a situation. Um, not like with a full on pedo like Joel is. But like, just with like, <laughs> like a boyfriend or something like that. I, I, I would like to know. I mean, have you had to deal with any of that, re- like, yet, or is that something you're worried about? How do you think you would react in such a situation? Go on, do some more speaking. You're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I have not had to deal with that situation. Do you think you're in Joe Scully and everyone else in your house knows about something and you don't know about it? <laughs> <laughs> very probably, very probably. Uh, no, I've not had to deal with this. I, I, I kind of sit on Joe's side here throughout all this uh, because at the end of the day, Flick has been lying to him. She said she'd stop seeing Joel. She said she had and pretended she had, but was actually still seeing girl, him. True, true. But um, no, I think he's right. So what happens the next morning is that, you know, Flip comes, she's like, oh, fuck, I need my school uniform. So nothing more to say, though. Nothing on the questions I asked you. Just no, straight no, I'm back get to it. telling us what happened on Neighbours. No, I'm going to get to <laughs> it. Okay, sorry. Go on. So Flick goes around and they have a bit of a confrontation and Flick's right, right, I'm going to go around, I'm going to confront this situation. I'm going to give them some demands. And the demands are me and Joel get treated like a proper couple and I'm allowed to see him and I'm allowed to go out with him. Blah, blah, blah. And Joe shuts that shit down straight away. He's like, no, you live under my house. It's my rules. And you live under the roof. <laughs> you don't live under the fucking house like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> Me, that's that's the punishment uh, I caught you, live under the house live under the house, the house. Uh, which I do kind of feel is right you know, he's, Joe's he's good at speaking though I'm good very at good speaking. speaking accomplished speaker uh, if anybody would like someone to host any sort of uh, conferences uh, he's a hype man a host of sorts just, you know, go into my DMs but anyway, yeah, no, I think that Joe, Joe Scully set the rules and Flick hasn't abided by them, so I think I, I I'm absolutely think he's right here. What do you do? You think to the contrary? I just don't think it's as cut and dry as all that. I mean, like she is a bit she's she's a bit annoying in this flick because she is very teenage girl, so she's doing quite a good job at being a teenage girl in the show. Um, I just I I don't know. I, I, she's kind of fucked it for herself by going out with a pedo. I feel like if it was just like a regular boyfriend, Joe would be a little bit more forgiving and maybe a bit understanding with the whole thing. 
So let's 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 go back to like the the like the the the, sto- the story I was trying to get you to talk about a minute ago, not just re- rehashing the neighbors thing. Uh, like, so imagine Jess turns up with a boyfriend. How would you greet this this young lad? What would you be like? Do you think? Uh, I think I'd be appropriately abusive. I uh, think straight away you would try and be his pal. I think you would talk <laughs> in his language. I think you would quickly change your clothes to dress like this poor, this boy. And I think you would also invite him to do something inappropriate with you. I don't know what. I bet he'd say, do you want to watch some Neighbours? <laughs> he might do that. He might do that. <laughs> I've got a podcast. I've got a podcast idea. <laughs> what it's would you do? What would you, you be like? It's it's called father and son-in-law. Don't don't get scared by that. But basically, what we do is like you pretend to be my son-in-law, and we just have a chat. <laughs> Good ideas, right to the top. <laughs> it's, it's that famous saying <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I'd be appropriately respectful. Uh, while letting what do you mean respectful he's the one who's got to be respectful what do you mean you're going to be respectful you're going to be this this new boyfriend's little bitch is that what you're telling me (laughs) oh hello yes come in please what can i get you sir you're going to be pouring (laughs) fucking juice in the correct manner holding the bottle aren't you (laughs) you're going to be putting the cutlery out and everything for this cunt Because I'd also like to make someone feel welcome. He's trying to bang your daughter. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Oh, Fucking God. hell. Oh, no. <laughs> you, need to, you need to go a bit Joe Scully, eh? I'm worried. I'm worried what's going to happen. I need to go more Joe Scully. It's funny that he's like, he's fully in defence of Joe Scully. <laughs> But then he's immediately, yeah, but I'd go the other way. Completely the opposite direction. I think I ultimately, I think I, you're watching Neighbours and you think, yeah, I kind of get it. But at the same time, you also know that if Joe had just been nicer and more, like, talked more with Flick, like, chill your beans, keep me in the loop. Don't be doing things off in secret because it's dangerous and you don't know who you're going to get involved with. And then I'll respect you and trust you to make good decisions. If he'd created that situation in the first place, then all this tension wouldn't have happened. And he's the parent. He, he's responsible for that. He's fucked up here, not, not Flip. Very insightful. There. School, bitch. Very insightful indeed. Uh, I like that we all kind of came to three different consensuses there. That's quite nice. Uh, I, I'm just impressed that you pronounced the word consensuses without stumbling <laughs> over it. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Tim, but I'm quite good at speaking. Good at speaking. <laughs> uh, listening, one. not so much. Listening, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, it's pretty much I'm just waiting for my turn to talk again. <laughs> That's what it is. It's very, it's very obvious. <laughs> uh, you talking? <laughs> Lovely, right. It's my turn to talk. Uh, next storyline I want to talk about. Libby and Drew. They have a noisy neighbour who likes to play his drums very loud, very late night, over and over again. 
Libby, being the journalist that she is, does a little bit digging and thinks it's a man called Barry Henderson, who is an escaped convict. Why is this always the case? It was, it was a boring storyline that they've given Drew and Libby because they've currently kind of, they've, they've had some big storylines. They don't know what else to do. And someone went, yeah, but it's a bit boring for them. I know, convict. Okay, yeah, cool. Fixed it. It's it's stupid. Like, they could have made this, like like you say, a little minor storyline for a little bit of a lull while they calmed down a little bit. They didn't have to, they didn't have to go convict with this. It could have been a, just a bit of a comedy storyline for a couple of weeks um, and done a bit with it. The fact that they've made it back. Barry Henderson is an awful name as well. Truly awful name. And they've and they've it was just cobbled together like she op- she doesn't really do any digging. She just opens a newspaper. Like she's literally just reading a newspaper and she goes, Oh, look at this. Escape convict who likes who used to do drumming has been spotted in the area of Erinsborough. Maybe that's him upstairs. It's fucking terrible. Like, this is when, like, yeah, this is lazy and shit. <laughs> it really is. No, what see, is your I, turn? Yeah, it's, my, it's my turn, lovely. Uh, so I think <laughs> this will continue to be a comedy storyline. And it will look, Liv, you'll get more and more obsessed with the fact it could be an escape convict, but it won't be. It'll all be completely harmless and all have a great big laugh at the end. Uh, it also did provide a good joke in the episode as well, which I thought was funny. Uh, Libby could, uh, they're having tea late and Libby goes, what's for tea? And Drew goes, chicken drumsticks. <laughs> there we go. The laughter. And that's that storyline. There we go. Done. Uh, and we've got Paul to finish off with. Let's talk about Paul. He's pushing very hard because he thinks he's got a chance of being a professional with the soccer ruse. Uh, but he's doing it without the roids. However, Nathan, the uh, the young man who's trying to get him on the steroids, is uh, just being a bit of a dick, really, and just giving him a hard time for not taking steroids. Uh, and he's also been a bit of a dick to Carl Kennedy as well. Uh, it looks like he's injured himself at some point and Carl helped him out. Uh, and he just says to Carl, yeah, that didn't work. Whatever you did didn't work uh, to help me. I'm just going to have to train even harder now. And Carl's like, right, well, I'm the fucking doctor, so whatever. And then as he walks away, Carl goes, that muscle definition is not very good, is it? Which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> considering this guy's on steroids and he just can't rather than like, because he's quite a big lad, this guy. So I don't think Carl wants to try and take him on in a fight, but the second he leaves, he goes to Paul. Why would he take him on in a fight anyway? He's a child. <laughs> what Side question. What if a lad like Nathan showed up at your door and said, I, uh, my name's Nathan. I'm here to take your daughter out. What would you say then? I think I might have to fight him then. You're going to fight the child. You're going to I'd, fight the child. I'd say to him, I said, you've not got a very good muscle definition. That would be the first thing I'd say. I'd, I'd see what happens then. Probably punch you in the face. Yeah, because that is fighting talk. So, But I'd be ready for him. Um, yeah. yeah. I'd just take him Probably down. You fancy yourself in a fight, don't you, Jay? I do. I have had <laughs> one fight in my life, and I won it. So, currently undefeated. Were you seven? 
Ah, I can't remember. I must have been like 12, 13, maybe. <laughs> Somebody stepped up. Somebody stepped up to the big dog and got put back down. Uh, Again, oh. I don't know anything about this, Tim. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember him mentioning it. I don't remember the details. I yeah, the, the only altercation, physical altercation I can remember is him getting hit by a... Wasn't a crowbar... What was it you got nailed with out the back of one of the restaurants? Oh, with the like the steering wheel lock. Yeah, I've still got the steering wheel lock. Yeah. Yeah, I've still got it on my head there. That explains a lot, Tim, now you've mentioned that. <laughs> no, I was a dick before it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, currently undefeated. Uh one and oh. One and oh in fights. What <laughs> happened in this fight? This is the same thing. This is you doing speeches this is you writing a musical this is you in ibiza what fucking fight are you on about oh, you forget like i've, I've known you a fucking and... long time and i don't know any of these <laughs> fucking stories <laughs> yeah some lad on the part i think it was on chaddy fields he was on chaddy fields and he stepped up and so bad so yeah, a couple of a quick combo of a couple of left and rights, and he was. This never oh, happened. This never happened. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody was cheering, and then they got me up on. Right, you're a dickhead. Right, what's it called on Twitter? Did not happen the girl. in the year awards. This <laughs> is exactly that, because that's how every one of them finishes, and then everyone claps. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how Seth likes to end all these stories at the moment? So he likes to tell all these stories about stuff he's done at school, and like he was playing in the, the playground and had a race and beat everyone. Uh, at the end of every story, he goes, and then I did a backflip. Every story. <laughs> why not? Brilliant. Yeah, why not? Then I did a backflip. <laughs> Oh, you've taught him well. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I beat this guy down. Everyone held me up, kissed the girl, and then I did a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> My auntie from America, she um, she she started doing this a while ago, and whenever I don't see her often, obviously because she lives in America, but whenever I do. She started this thing about 10, probably about 10 years ago now, where if she heard anywhere someone telling like a story like this, she would literally go, no, you never. No, you didn't. <laughs> but she'd do it like, like loud. No one's going to like question her on it or anything. She's like a fairly mature lady. Um, and she just goes, no, he didn't. That's what she does every time. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> she would have a field day with Seth stories, I imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of fights, it, end, it does end up in a fight. Uh, Paul and Nathan. Uh, Nathan comes round and gives Paul some shit because Carl, Carl's, Carl's sus about him. He's like, he's on the roids, isn't he? To Paul and Paul's like, no, he's not. I don't know anything. So Nathan comes round to see Paul later. He's like, you've told the doctor, haven't you? You've told him on roids. He's like, no, I didn't say shit. He's like, well, I'm off him now anyway. And he went, well, good, because it's stupid. He's like, what are you calling me stupid? And then just starts fighting Paul. And then Joel has to come out and split it up. Uh, Joel, obviously, after being humiliated by uh, Joe Scully as well. So he you know, he, he tends to get a bit, bit of his self-esteem back as well. Uh, Joe Scully, want to know. JK, want to know. There we go. 
Uh. <laughs> Again, this is the kind of talk which gets you punched in the face. <laughs> I, I haven't really been in many fights because I'm not a dickhead. Well, I am, but not like this. <laughs> like, you, I can, like, how you've not been punched in the face more than you have, I don't know. <laughs> I think the, the old adage, if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. People probably just think he's tough. Maybe. Or retarded, and that's why they leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> they think he could really do with a helmet. Like, oh, I better not punch that in case he lands awkwardly. No, I just do that. Is it dinner for smokes where he just pretends to be dead? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why? He's like, people don't want to punch dead things. So anytime you get anywhere near physical conversation, confrontation, he just kind of goes, just dies. Uh, there we go. <coughs> there we go. And that, that's all the neighbours' storylines I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, that's great. all you wanted to talk about. That's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. Next episode's going to be about Fuck Madgen going to France. Fuck Madgen, see if she's dead or not, and whether she's going to get the dream send off to Paris. Fuck that. Who cares? Yeah. Fuck Madge. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah talk about the neighbour upstairs a bit more. There was a lot to say about that. No, there wasn't. There wasn't nothing to say. No, about no, that. there wasn't. But Madge, you wake the first episode. Madge is in a heap on the floor. I haven't Sorry. even mentioned it. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she could you possibly be in the top hundred neighbors characters of all time, Madge, and you don't even give a shit. Say that you've got you've got a, a, a number of storylines you want to talk about. You've not talked about anything. <laughs> play by play, reported it all. You asked us questions and we talked about it. That's what we're we're the colour here, Tim. We're the colour commentary. He's he's the play by play. Thought we were done. Almost, Good. almost. Yeah. Well, since Adam wants, you know, I, I said I talked about all the ones I wanted to talk about, but it's cool if you the storylines you two want to talk about as well. No, I don't want to talk about anything. I've got hiccups. I've got hiccups now as well. <laughs> Oh, you're drinking fun. too fast. You're drinking it too fast. Yeah, poor Uh-oh. old Madge. Yeah, poor old Madge. She's desperate. She's desperate to go to Paris to uh, see out her days. Uh, do you think she's going to make it there, Tim? In the neighbors' world, maybe. In reality, there's no fucking way she can afford it. So no. I always thought they were fairly rich. Bishops from what? Okay, oh, they kind of own a business and stuff. Yeah, they got the cafe, but yeah, maybe. I always, I always felt like Madge was quite well off. Uh, that's just the impression I always got. So yeah, uh, she had a fall, but she's all right. They check her over. They tell her she's dehydrated. Tell her she's got sepsis and might die. Did it say that? <laughs> literally she might not be making it to Paris that's the oh, whole point shit, of the yeah, story oh yeah yeah so yeah Carl's like completely actually po- polar opposite perspectives of the same thing you might have sepsis so I'd prefer you to stay in the in the hospital for further checks uh, which could mean that they might not go to Paris uh, Lou was quite good in this because Lou comes to the hospital, obviously, and pretty much goes, Right, is she dying? No, right, I'm off to work then. See you later. And she just fucking gets up and goes, I, I feel like you do that. <laughs> Let me know when the fucking funeral is so I can not go because it'd be shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to work. 
would 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 you two want me there if you're dying? No, I no. don't think you would. No. I don't know what I don't know what you'd be like. Do you know like when you'd send me out somewhere, wouldn't you? You're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die here. I'm just I'll I'll send him to go get a Twix or something. Just so I can die in peace. Yeah. That's what you'd do. Twix is the thing you go for. Look right? over there. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd just die. Just do that little bit of peace. Just do a bit of a sleight of hand death. <laughs> yeah. Anything to not not let you witness it. <laughs> uh. Right, do an outro. It's like you. It was the the intro wasn't bad, apart from the nonsense quote that you, that you were talking about from the podcast convention. But I bet you can do an outro. It's the best one you've ever done. <laughs> I think I can. Should we go for it? So next week, we're watching episodes 3740 to 3742. Uh, this is the... Oh, what's the word? of What's it called now? It's not the finale. It's the, the pre-finale. It's just another episode <sighs> then, isn't it? What's penultimate? Penultimate, that's it. It's... Good at speaking, this lad. Good <laughs> at speaking. It is going to be the penultimate. Has anyone got um, like, <laughs> he couldn't even say any it. video evidence of you doing your <laughs> conferences? Because I would, I would like yeah, to see these. There must be. There's got to be from the Fridays ones. There's got to be. Who, who might have this? Is there any chance we could get older or something? I don't know because a lot of them all got. All left at the same time. A lot of the execs all kind of went at the same time. After your co- after your speech, where's this? <laughs> yeah, as I was doing the speech, they all just walked out and quit. Everyone just went, nope, nope. <laughs> There's got to be somewhere. It'll be it'll be in the Friday's vault somewhere. They'll uh, they'll dig it out when we're famous or or when I'm dead. One of the two. Um, yeah. They were, they were great speeches, though. You mean you'd want to keep them for prosperity? Um... Go back to saying Penelope Ultimate. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to be the penultimate. <laughs> I'm the one who's had Jen. You can't even speak. It's going to be the penultimate episode of this season. <laughs> uh, this run of storyline that we're going to be on before we flash forward to the to the end of neighbors and we follow that'll be good the end. yeah no i'm looking forward to that uh it'll be, yeah, i'm very looking forward to it there's gonna be some good shit going on neighbors the last couple of months it's all gonna be kicking off and we're gonna be there to kick it off we'll have lots of fun things planned for that as well uh but in the meantime you can uh you can follow us on the socials at watch neighbor Wherever you get your podcast, you can like, you can subscribe, you can rate, you can review, you can do it all. Uh, I will do my bit to get Jason Cruz, Nick Atkins on the uh, top 100. Uh, 100%. 100% top 100. Uh, but lastly, I just want to thank you, Tim, and you, Adam. Uh, we've watched some good neighbours. Uh, you two have talked. I've waited until you finished talking, and then I talked some more. We'll see him next week. <laughs> fucking finish it because Tim's got the fucking hiccups. <laughs>
If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbor. And you can also leave us a like and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.